said, I love you. And that was That's real. Because I didn't need nothing back from that, you know? For real. Um, I don't but need maybe you to say a damn back thing. Being blown mm. out after that. That was sexy. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> what up, y'all? This is Brittany. I'm Mandisa. And I'm Jamal. And we are your hosts of. We're your hosts of. And we're the host of. Living Millennial. Living Millennial. Living Millennial. A podcast where you'll be hearing three different perspectives and emerging stories from three different millennials on everyday life and trending topics. Hey, y'all, welcome back to Living Millennial. This is Brittany. It's Mandisa. And this is Jamal. We are back for another episode. I'm excited about this one. Um, let's give us, let's, let's start with a nice little check-in, you guys. September is almost over. Um, yes, it's almost over. It's been a rough month. Um, uh. We just got the, um, the verdict from the Supreme Court um, about the Breonna Taylor case. And uh, this week is, is, is extremely heavy. So I want to check in with my friends and, and tell me after a month of, of tragedies and controversies, um, and particularly as Black millennials, how, how are y'all doing? I'm pretty well. Jamal, I'm well. Jamal, um, how you doing? I'm not surprised by anything. Um, and so, yeah, mm-hmm. it sucks, you know, but it's also something that's been going on for so long. So I don't think any of us should be surprised. We should be angry um, and thinking about what to do next, because this is how it's been. And so I'm in the space of recognizing what has been and what is right now so that I personally can get on purpose to do what I can within where I move and groove as an artist and with my voice and with my vote do what I can do. Mm. Um, but still working on being present in this moment and recognizing the anger and stuff, but not letting it control me um, or weaken me because I mean, I can't right. be weakened by this shit. Like, <laughs> like you can't let it break you. It's a tragedy, um, ridiculous, absurd. These are all things that we know. And so let's use that energy to grow. Um, but let's not let this disable us because we ain't done yet and I ain't going nowhere. So I hope y'all ain't either. Ain't going nowhere. You just said a few words, Jamal, that um, out of the context of, of what you just spoke on made me smile because they're connected to something later in this episode um and I'm like is Jamal psychic um but anyway I I feel like I always have hope in these situations and it's like a fingers crossed moment or like really like whole body crossed like heart crossed that um you know that things will come out in our favor and that as as they say, justice will be served, but tis not. Um, and like you said, that sucks and that's sad. And that's, that's the thing about the family, like that's the, the repeated insults, you know, of the incident. And then to have this verdict, um, 
go this way. It's just, yeah, it's, it's a repeated insult. Um, but I personally am doing okay. I was just working on a project and in a zoom space of black creatives. Um, and it was a really nice intergenerational space, um, that was full of love and, and healing dialogue. And that was really nice to have that this week. Um, and really any week, <laughs> but this um, week, especially I'm still processing, um, very Brittany, much like Jamal. I'm, I'm, I'm never really surprised. Um, but you use a really good word, Mandisa use the word insults. Um, and that has been pretty prominent, uh, for me. Um, I, made a post on Facebook um, and I'll even say it here, you know, we, it's times like this, I'm always reminded that like, we have to fight every single day. Right. Um, And to me, that's, that's insulting in itself, but, you know, just a reminder to black folks, black women, black men, our Kings, our Queens, like, despite the people who want to invalidate us every day, whether we, you know, walk into a space where there's not many people that look like us um, and all the way up to the law that really just erases us and dismisses us unless they want to overcharge us that, you know, at the end of the day, we still have our power um, and we have so much of it. That's why folks want to ignore it. That's why folks want to dismiss it. Mm. You know, we, we, we have, we have so much to give, um, and so much to offer and we bring so much to the table, um, that, you know, and we set the bar so high that, you know, those who are intimidated want to act like we don't even exist and put policies and procedures in place, um, that, that confirmed that. So um, my challenge though to a lot of people is to find out how to get activated um, without it just, without it always having to be a tragedy that does that for us or an injustice um, that does that for us. Um, Find other ways um, to activate civic engagement, find other ways to activate Um, you know, showing up for our community and showing up for ourselves. Um, That's the one thing that hurts me the most is the fact that like it's, 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 um, it's national controversies um, and sometimes even small controversies. And it takes for us to really, for reality to hit us and for us to get activated into doing something. Um, So that's what I want to, I want to challenge folks to do. Um, but how are y'all, how are y'all maintaining like your, your mental health? And also how are you maintaining, uh, self-preservation? For me, it's, it's taking a step back away from social media and the news that I look at, um, and, and also connecting with my friends and, and having dialogues, um, with people who, whether it's, you know, about the, the, the chaos of what's happening in the world or just about life or memories or, or anything, um, 
having good conversations with people um, really just kind of brings things back down to earth for me. Yeah. Um, distance from it all, you know, I feel like you can make the choice to just swim in it and like mm -hmm. engulf your life into it. Um, it is your life. And so um, I've taken a little bit of distance. I'm not on social media. I haven't been for a little bit over two months now. I'll go back when I feel like it. I really don't know. It's not like a six months, two months thing. It's like when I feel like it. I watch the news selectively, and so I go to get the news, mm -hmm. but I don't sit and engulf myself in everyone's opinion. I just want to know what's going on. Um, and then I turn off the TV, and I don't watch a lot of TV either. I have literally detached because, I don't know, It's for me, this is a big idea, but for me, I just don't want to be in the midst of the noise anymore. And uh, you can still be on purpose and engage in conversation and being active in community without being a part of the propaganda and all the noise and everyone's opinion without any facts or being backed up by anything. Like you just see, you just, you just see the show on TV. Like there's not a news channel you can go to in America where a role isn't being played by the news anchors giving us our our news. You know, like there's so much so much opinion everywhere that you know when you look at the mind and how it works like you're going to be influenced right or wrong big or small left or right like get your information and then like do some work with your spirit and go out here and be with the people and talk to real people on the ground in your community as Brittany is saying because if you stay in media if you stay lost in media like we're wasting a lot of energy complaining about what media is doing <laughs> like we're wasting too much time go outside mm. talk to the people working at your grocery store they're frontline workers you know what i mean like talk to the people in your community and that's also going to tell you where your vote need to be and what you need to be doing and so get out of the media and out of the social media gauntlet use it you know on purpose but like really be selective with how you do this thing that's tom staying sane staying sane detaching yep. <laughs> I love that. I love, I love every bit of that. Um, I, I would say the same. I, I'm not ooh, as detached from social media because <laughs> I still be <laughs> gorilla in LA um, and engaging, you know, with the audience too. However, um, and, and I'm not going to lie, y'all, I get us, I get a significant amount of, of news from social media and not that I'm finding things to like really read through thoroughly because I'll go outside of social media to do that um but like uh hearing about deaths and and or just grievances and even celebrations a lot of that stuff happens because people are posting about it um mm -hmm. so I have decreased you know the amount of time that I spend on it especially if I see something wild like um and something that could be like haunting um, I, I, I just try to get away as soon, as quick as I can and leave it for the day. Um, and my friends have been very helpful too. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I, I heard about Chadwick's passing, um, via social media and it was everywhere. And right now when that happens, it reminds me of, um, so when, when, when the nation heard about Ahmaud Aubrey's death, and how he passed away and that video went out um and they kept showing a picture of him 
um, and he was like, it was like a, the, uh, the grayscale picture of him. And it looked just like the picture of my grandfather who had just passed away, like uh, shortly after we heard about this news, looks wow. just like the picture of my grandfather. So like, imagine having shared information that looks j- just like the person that you're grieving, right? Or the person that you mm. loved in your life and your family. Um, so I always imagine, um, you know, just people seeing the face of someone that they love constantly on social media, right? So I have to, I I don't repost things like that. Um, I have to, again, I get off when I can. And then conversation with friends help, finding something to do creatively um, to put my phone Mm -hmm. down helps. I painted a very ugly picture the other day. (laughs) Um, But you paint. But I painted and it felt good. And the music, (laughs) I was vibing, you know what I'm saying? Like it just, it just felt great. So um, that, that has been significant as well. So that would be another challenge is to, is to find things to our listeners, to our audience is to find things that help you uh, preserve yourself and find things to help you stay focused on your mental health. Um, but then it's also okay to grieve um, and process as well. I don't want to, um, I don't want to shift anybody away from that because that is, um, I think it's important to address that too. Um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, we started with something heavy, y'all. I'm ready to move on and just vibe as we do, continue to vibe as we do. Um, so I have a new game for us. Hey, 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 hey new hey. game. Ooh. I just lifted my spirits immediately. I, I did. First of all, can you say new game like that again? New game. Is that how I said it? I don't even remember. Something was happening in your new throat game. the first time. Was it there? Was it there? One more new time. Game. <laughs> new game. It's like, new know. game. I know, but I liked it the first time. I'll, I'll snag that sound bite. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. So this game, I'm excited to play. It's a pretty popular game. I'm not going to name it. Not going to name Ooh. it right now. But it's a pretty popular game. There are gar- gar- guards, cards <laughs> involved. <laughs> and each card, honestly, allows you to really be vulnerable like you can't escape it you know I just read through a few um just by myself and it was my heart was up and I was like oh so I can only imagine how we play this with friends right so of course I was excited to pull some cards for the three of us let's get it all right so and then this could also help our audience figure out what we gonna talk about because <laughs> it's gonna be kind of juicy today so first question what's what is your first love's name and the reason you fell in love with them? Okay, now are we talking about our first love as we could understand love? Because that could be like the preschool love. Are we talking about like the first love, like that high school love that felt kind of like deep and dangerous and like risky? That, that's the one I'm Whichever thinking. you like and whoever was the first person that came to mind. See, I got a couple that came to me. <laughs> That's beautiful, though, because I ain't got a one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There is just one. You can mention either person, and you can explain which level of love it was. Okay, cool. I could do this. This is cool. I just like considering uh, which one did I want to go with, because that one was valuable, surely. But okay, I'm going to go with uh, D- Danielle. And here's the thing. I dated two Daniels uh, back to back, but with years in between each other. So I'm talking about the high school Danielle, my prom Danielle. Hey, queen. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, and the next part of the question is why? Yeah, the reason you fell in love with her. Yeah, so we were friends. This is like my tendency. I become friends with people before I'm in relationships or deep love. And so this was in high school too. We were friends. She was a year under me. We were friends for years before we dated my senior year. And uh, I fell in love with her just because she was a go-getter. Like she approached me. She heard through the grapevine that I had a crush on her. And that evening, I went to a high school mm. with 3,000 students. And that that afternoon, our last class, she comes up to me and is like, I hear you, you have something to tell me. And I'm like, what are you talking that about? Day. Like, yo, like she was just so forward in a beautiful way, yes. but still gave me space. She said, are you working? Because I, I used to work like close to her home. And mm. she said, are you working tonight? I said, yeah. She said, well, you're going to take me home and you're going to tell me what you have to tell me. I mean, that's right. Uh, and so she was a go-getter. She was extremely talented. Uh, if you know me, uh, you know, I like something a little sporty, but yet still can dress it up and look pretty or whatever you want to do. But that's just what I like. And so she was on the basketball team, but she was also a dancer. You know what I mean? And so she'll be in her mm. sweats or whatever and ready to be ball. She was a boxer, too. And then, okay, you know, she dresses it up and it's like, yo, who is this? Like, she's just wonderful and marvelous. And she's a wonderful, amazing woman today. Uh, she's married. She has two beautiful children and they have a wonderful company. Discover You and Compton doing art for the youth there. Um, and so wonderful woman today and <laughs> she was a wonderful woman then so I fell in love with her heart Aww, oh man I'm in love with her too that was a good that was a good explanation <laughs> right like I couldn't stop smiling throughout that I'm like I want to meet you right. maybe one day you will <laughs> a little, she sounds a little sporty spice at high school one you know thing. she could do it all okay D you ready yes so the, my first love was in high school. We also went to the prom together, um, <laughs> uh, which my mom just recently found those photos. And I was like, Ooh, I should have worn higher heels. Send those our way. <laughs> I'm a to see. I also just want to say that my mom made my prom dress. Oh, so I was in there looking fly. And you know, nobody had the same dress as me. So... <laughs> um, but uh, his name's Adrian, and um, I'm pretty. I've actually mentioned him <laughs> to you before because he the he is a, a coder, a programmer. Um, so he was actually very helpful with the the coding classes that I was taking this summer. Um, and I back in high school, high school me fell in love with him because like of his wit. He's so smart, but also we like we weren't really you know on phones like you had to pay for your messages like 10 cents you know a message back then so we would be on like facebook messaging and i i just like i thought he had a really funny way with words um and y'all know me i love humor <laughs> um and i really liked his sense of humor and he's a he's a musician also and so to me, like musicians are musicians, low musicians. <laughs> Wait, what instrument did he play? Did he play? Was it pretty? So he played <laughs> pretty good with them. He plays the cello. I can see what they were doing. And now you hear the instrument. I'm just going to let y'all know yes. that they had the, you know, you know what you do with the cello. The fingers. Yeah, and you know, cello's tall, so you know, you're plucking gotta those strings on. and move up and down when you get the vibrato. 
I play violin, so you know. Oh, I'm on it. Hopefully, I was it. doing a lot of talking with your hands. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I told you I'm a physical communicator. <laughs> hey, come on now. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's he's a dope person to this day, um, and still is super witty and I think a genius of sorts. So <laughs> Yo, I love that. Here's okay. So here's why I was I'm smiling so hard right now because <laughs> kudos to you. I was just thinking about this the other day. You do a beautiful job, and you said this in the last episode too. But you really do a beautiful job in maintaining relationships with people um, after you are no longer considered like romantic partners in a sense. Right. So, um, because like some of the people who support us the most, um, now that it's a long list of people, so audience don't be thinking, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right, 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 right. (laughs) But, um, but honestly, some of the, who are most engaging and vocal and support us the most are, you know what I'm saying? Uh, exes yeah so I I yeah I just admire that so much I did want to call that out because that is that's a beautiful thing it says a lot about you um my first love was in high school uh, <laughs> did y'all go to the prom too well he was too I was to go to the prom on me but he saw me off with my date <laughs> okay 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 that's another that's, story. That, that is. It's an interesting story. Um, we we were, yeah, we were supposed to get married. His name was Mike. Um, I fell in love with him because we had really good conversation. We could we could really challenge one another mm. in conversation. Now, let me also be honest. This is my 18-year-old self trying to have a conversation with somebody who was like 22. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want to discount the fact that like I, even at that age, mentally, like I'm just a very mature person. A lot of my friends were older than I was. So um, mm-hmm. I just love the fact that like he and I could have challenging conversations and we've never fought anything like that, but we just challenge our, challenge each other. And and he was sexy. I'm not gonna lie. He was fine. He was sexy as hell. And that's the key mm, part. That was the key part. Like the, we we definitely were the people together who like couldn't keep their hands off of each other and shit like that. But PDA everywhere. Girl, well, we have to send PDA's. we have to send each other pictures of these uh these loves <laughs> in the group chat. Oh yeah, I don't yes. have pictures though. I don't have anything. I'm not a no. big picture taker. And that's another thing, but I'm not a big picture taker. And again, this is a high school. So like dumb pictures definitely are gone. Whatever was on that flip phone. (laughs) I I, I didn't even have a cam. I don't think we had camera phones when I was in high school. Oh, where? Mine was really Mm -hmm. shitty. It was like three megapixels. I think we did not have a camera. I think the phone that I can remember having people were able to send me pictures but I couldn't send pictures I remember pictures like or I was like there were some pictures somewhere involved in there but I don't I was never sending anything or asking for anything you know what I'm saying like they all had to do with like the screensaver (laughs) yeah see we used to we used to do we used to go to Hollywood shots at the mall you know you take a picture in front of that backdrop with like the stars and stuff like that 
Oh, yes. yo, I I have so many of those pictures from people who like so took them because when you take them, you give them out to people at yeah. school. You go yeah, to school, you write little notes on the back of them. Hey, you my friend for <laughs> right. life. Keep in touch. Never change. <laughs> I was thinking about that too. Right. Never Ours was called Magic Never Photos. Change. That's what I was just <laughs> Listen, now you look back, you're like, oh, y'all better change. Y'all better be changing. Right? Please change. K-I-T. Please change. No, we didn't K-I-T. Do not stay how oh, yeah. you are today. <laughs> that part. All right. So this question is kind of the opposite of, of the glowy feeling we just got right now. But have you, have you ever told someone, I love you, but did not mean it? If so, por qué? Why? Yeah. Yes, yeah, Mandy was not about to hold her answer. <laughs> the answer I can't, is yes. I can't, I can't. You have. The answer is, would yes. you I have. Yes, and I, I sort of understood why I was doing it in the moment, but then in hindsight, um, after a conversation with a couple of friends, <laughs> I realized like even more why, <laughs> why I did that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it's dry out here. Stay hydrated y'all. Um, I, I said, I love you to that person in that moment because I was scared of what would happen on the other side of that. Like what, Y'all can't, no. see, y'all can't see what's happening right now. So she's telling this story. And because we're being discreet here, me and Brittany are making faces in silence <laughs> on, with our mics on mute. <laughs> All right, going back on mute. I couldn't hold it. <laughs> um, so I said, I love you to that person because I was scared of, if I didn't say that, that meant that I was losing them. We were breaking up, however you want to say it. And that I would be single, which at that time I was like, oh, that means I'm going to be alone or lonely, which I know alone and lonely are two different things. But in my mind, I was like alone, lonely, like it's all part of one jumble that I don't want to be in. And so for for that reason, <laughs> I said, I love you to hang on to, to have something that was convenient and comfortable. So did that. Wow. Gratitude for sharing human. that human. Yeah. For yes. sharing that experience. That's a very human experience. I don't want to ask what moment you was in talking about my look. <laughs> well, I'm gonna want to talk about it later. That part, but anyway, y'all, y'all know we like off the mic talks too. We like to save a little bit for things. ourselves. I've never done that before. I've never. No. I've never. I've never. Kudos. Because usually, here's the thing: by the time I'm with you, I already love you because I've only been in relationships wow. with friends before, you know, and so. Yeah. And so it's kind of hard to like lie about it because the love has already existed for so long through friendship before we decided to move to relationship. And now at the point in my life, it would move from like friendship to partnership, which is a different, you know, Mm. concept that comes with different things. Like even even in the current situation, like it's a deep, profound friendship where it is right now with like, you know, deep feelings and everything. But it's a it's the friendship is like super dope. Mm like super dope (laughs) you know and so yeah i've never had to do that or be in that position and if i was in that position 
I just be like, that's that's really nice. Thank you for sharing that with me. I'm glad you loved me. That's beautiful. <laughs> that's cute. Thank you. Hit him with that. Okay. And then if they and if they came back with like offense about it, I would hear that too because if that's their experience and they need to hear "I love you" back, I'll hear that and then I'll say, "I can't give you that." Mm, yeah, I, I cannot reciprocate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I totally relate to you, man. Disa still on the other side because, like, if you take love out of it, like the the language of "I love you" out and just put it into mm-hmm. like roles and behaviors, like I've stayed in relationships and played the role and said yes to things that I really didn't want to say yes to, and I think that when yeah. you look at your behavior. A relationship rather it's saying i love you before you do like you just you it's like all about our behavior in it as well and so although mm. i haven't said i love you when i didn't like i stayed when i wanted to go <laughs> you yes. know yeah i'm so glad you said that because you're right you, there's more than one way to say i love you and there's mm-hmm. multiple ways to say i don't love you yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. And when people tell you that, we got to believe them now, okay? Because you could be as honest as you'd like to be, but people still going to perceive it however they want to, which has been my experience. I don't I don't think I've ever oh, been word. dishonest with anybody I've dated. Um, but like for whatever reason, maybe having a whole list of things that I've said that I never said. <laughs> Or that I meant that I never, or that receipts. I meant that I've never said. It was, in, it's been interesting. <laughs> but also, but sometimes when you don't say things, uh, that that allows people to perceive. However, so I'm going to answer this question, and I'm going to say no. I've never told someone mm. I love you and didn't mean it. Um, I always mean my love you, my love yous. However, I have said I miss you and didn't mean it, and um, mm. that has been. A tremendous <laughs> lie that I've learned to stop to stop lying about as well, um, because sometimes that I, that I miss you may feel like a, something going on that ain't that ain't it. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that that one to me to me I think that's a that's a that could be a huge lie saying I miss you to someone only because they've said it to you. Um, mm. I've definitely done that. It can come out like a reflex yeah almost like like i'm sorry like when people bump into each other and they both say sorry oh sorry you miss know you. oh miss you too i used to get in trouble in my last relationship um with the second danielle because she would like do the thing oh i miss you and then i would like oh <laughs> and then she would ask me do you miss me and i'm like danielle why are you asking me that and she was like because do you miss me can't you just say it, it was like Danielle, you shouldn't ask people. Just tell me what you feel about. I would get in so much trouble <laughs> and so much trouble. And I, I'm not saying that I handled that completely well. Uh, but yeah, I've learned not to. Even like with the I love you thing too. I realized like if I say it, I'm not saying it for a response. Like I'm letting you know how I feel. And so I've also learned that like you don't say things you don't mean because nothing you say especially when it comes to love should be for the response Mm. of love from the other person it should be love because you love them like love 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 exists because you love it shouldn't be i love you because you love me back because then that's not really love that's a fantasy world you're living in which means that you're going to run into issues in a relationship real soon because you all are living in a fantasy world together and so like when we say i love you like listen I've said I love you and I didn't hear it back. And I was writing in my journal last week. I said that I don't need you to say the words back to me 
when I already know through your actions, because it's also like, how do you show love? Mm-hmm. You know, someone may not mm-hmm. say it because our culture said saying I love you says something else. Yeah. But through actions and showing up and choosing someone, you show love too. you know. And so I'm in the space where like, mm-hmm. I don't need you to tell me in the words what I already know from your actions. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to validate my love for mm-hmm. you. I just need you to be you. And I'm letting you know that I love you. Mm-hmm. I see you. Yeah. And I don't need you to say, I literally said this. I said, I don't need you to say a damn thing after I say what I'm about to say right now. I said, I "I love you. And that was real. I didn't need nothing back from that, you know? For real. Mm, But maybe a a back being blown out after that. That was sexy. Woo! Woo! (laughs) (laughs) No backs were blown out. No backs were blown out. No backs were blown out. Yet! That part. Listen, I'm so, <laughs> listen. Somebody say that to me, I better not be able to walk after that. I'm just kidding. That's beautiful, ooh, and I think, ooh. and I'm definitely that person now who I'm like, I if I if I if it ain't the truth, I cannot say it back. I cannot return that. But I've definitely been in, gotten in trouble. I've had people respond to me like, you know, you could say blah blah blah, and I'm like, I but why? But no, but. Right. It's not about the ability. Yes, I I speak words. It's a huge (laughs) issue in our society, too. Like there's some books out there about this stuff, too, about how we force kids to like relate to certain adults in environments, like how you like tell the kid in the room, oh, hug Uncle Johnny, hug them. It's like, no, let the kid make a choice about touching someone. Or like if a, a if like adult figures say, I love you or something, they tell the kid, kid, do this, do that. Like we actually train each other to say, I love you when someone says love you or to feel bad if you don't love mm-hmm. them. Like it's actually how it's so problematic because mm-hmm. <laughs> it takes us from actually being honest with our voices. Like we start training our kids very young. This is an authority figure. When they say something, you respond this way. And that's dangerous. It's extremely dangerous. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. I, I, when I'm with my cousins, I make sure to say, can you, or would you like to, right? Like, do you want to hug this person? Do you want to give me a hug? Can I have a kiss? Um, and don't bargain with them. Like, don't, Ooh, my, my own family used to be like, Ooh, they used to want to fight when this happens. Um, because folk, when they see folks and they try to say like, Oh, I'll give you a sucker. If you give me a kiss. No cut. We ain't doing that. We're not playing those games. We are not playing those games. We're not, we're not bribing. And also don't roll up on my kid with your arms out. Like, unless y'all have that relationship already, if this is your first time meeting my kid, don't put your arm out. And like, I would check, I do it with the kids that I work with, you know, we're very protective of our kids. And like, we'll say, excuse me, I'm sorry. Let them decide if they want to, you know, you know, with all love, but like, you know, don't, because then the response is to hug you. It's in our culture. Mm -hmm. And I love the CEO of my company and the way they raise their kids. They do not force choices like them on them at that's beautiful oh like someone to say hi how are you doing today and they'll speak or not speak Mm. they'll speak or not speak because we were taught we were also taught that it's polite to speak back and i'm like no if a kid doesn't want to use their voice because they energetically like we should value that and check in with our kid later Mm -hmm. but in front of an authority figure we should never force them that they need to speak yeah Mm -hmm. and that makes me think about how angry people get I would say from my experience, how angry men get when you just walking by complete strangers and they, Hey, how you doing? Hey girl, hey, whatever. And you keep moving because you don't want to speak to them. You don't want to engage. And the insults that you can get from that, because 
you know, some of those, those people may not be taught, you know, that that person has, has every right to not engage with you. Right, right. Or the, the continuation of like hollering after me as I walk down the street, I'm past you, but I'm 20 feet away. Please stop. Right. And the women who respond to that or, and men who respond to that shit, that's going to be your next crazy baby mama, baby daddy. So I suggest, <laughs> so I, so I suggest you be, you mind who you cat calling at. Okay. You mind who you mind who you cat calling. <laughs> okay. Take that note. <laughs> but uh, speaking of notes, y'all better get y'all notes out, Ooh. get y'all notes ready because it is time for the word of the day. Word of the day. All right, word of the day. So I'm gonna read the definition. And then as y'all know by now, do we each have to use this word at least once throughout the duration of this episode. So get your pens and your pencils and your note taker apps out. Today's word is preposterous. It's an adjective. And it means contrary to reason or common sense. Utterly absurd or ridiculous. Which, Jamal, when you were like absurd, when you said absurd and ridiculous earlier, I was like, <gasps> I got tingles and I was yeah, like, but this isn't the moment imagine, for like tingles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So preposterous, which this word relates directly to the context in which you used absurd and ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah. Full fucking Facts. circle. I like it. I also. Yeah, y'all yeah. might get annoyed with how I even say preposterous. So I'm like, sometimes I Listen. use it in a very obnoxious way, but it's okay as long as I use it because that is the point of the word of the day. <laughs> I know that word, that, that word is kind of, you know, it's just when you, if someone uses that word in the car, I was like, okay, we get your point. You could have said it a different way. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I wanted y'all to know. Like at the that? kitchen table, this is preposterous. Like what? Who house are you at? Who on the couch? It's like we're on the couch smoking the J. Like chill. Jam- this is Jamal, you could probably already peep my energy where I would come with. <laughs> I would come with that word. Jamal's like already, already like, okay, this girl got to simmer down. Okay. I think it's the double P though. It's the per- It's the pop. Pie. Like in the beat, you you popping off strong, preposterous. That's just, it's, <laughs> you know, it's a strong word. It's a strong word, and you know things are, are are getting out of hand if somebody uses that word. Um, <laughs> so I hope y'all guessed what the discussion was going to be about um, today, and it has everything to do with dating. Like, what the fuck is dating, y'all? Somebody tell me. I've had a number of conversations, especially since being quarantined with friends Mm. and everybody's dating at this point. Right. And everyone also is feeling very comfortable and confident more than ever in my experience when um, and talking about dating on these apps, because right now, everybody, that's all we got to fall back on. Right. These apps. But um you know, it's very clear that we have different expectations and different examples and definitions of what dating is, what talking is, what being friends with benefits is, all that stuff. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait to hear y'all perspective (laughs) on what that shit is. But so let's, the first question is this, what's y'all's version 
when we talk about the role to a committed relationship, right? Mm -hmm. What's y'all version of that road? What steps need to be taken? A base friendship. Like I have to be able to kick it with you and just like stand you as a person before I figure out, you know, if you snore in your sleep or not, which most of us do. But (laughs) I, I really have to like really vibe with you and kick it with you and do just like the most basic activities. Like if we can go grocery shopping and like that's, an enjoyable you know 30 40 minutes of my life then like you have you have you're starting to warm up your your seat on the on the team there's no team actually warm up your seat on the team excuse my jumble of words but sounds like a bench warmer i'm just kidding <laughs> What's our version of the road to a committed relationship? This question is so complex to me (laughs) Mm -hmm, (laughs) because mm -hmm. I feel like for me personally, like people are so vastly different, including myself. And so I feel like the version of the road is different depending on who I'm vibing with and growing with because I have to consider who I am with them. Not that I'm anything different than myself, but like, you know, just the dynamic because uh, I believe I have the capacity for many things in a relationship. Like the biggest thing I don't have capacity for is like lies and deceit and non-transparency and secrecy, but like openness and conversation and deep perspectives and ideas. There's not much that challenges me um, in regards of a committed relationship. And so I would say my version of the road is really, really getting to know the person past the infatuation, mm-hmm. past that original heat to, so you can get to an actual dynamic friendship that exists you know, within the committed relationship. Because as long as you have a friendship, as long as you have a friendship, you always got something great. Because that means you can talk to each other about everything. And so I think the version of my road is really getting to know someone and establishing a dynamic friendship past all the infatuation and fantasy. I think that that's so key that, that that you point that out past the infatuation. Because some people can just kind of wrap that up in like, oh, I'm vibing with this person, but yet they're still in that that heated phase. And then once that has died down, sometimes you might try and like kind of force that relationship to still exist where it did in the heat. And it's like, no, actually it's cold. Yeah. Your mac and cheese is cold. Yeah. And heat is cool too. But like you gotta let it like simmer down a little bit to find out mm. what is it like when it gets warm, and then when it mm. gets cold, how do we warm each other again? How do we see each other? How do we t- how do we you know attend to each other's needs? Not because we have to, but because we want to, because we love each other. You know, you gotta get to that spot in the relationship because all those levels are gonna happen. But there's ways and pathways through all those temperatures that can be blissful based on your reaction to them. Right. So it sounds like y'all are, well, I mean, what you're saying is that friendship has to come before building a relationship or a partnership. Um, is that, so my, my next question too would be like, is that potentially your initial, has it, is that your initial 
goal when when developing friendships or because because right now I'm thinking like via app right like if we swipe it on these apps Mm -hmm. it's like you know how are we developing friendships once we hit that like button or connect from there um and then in what ways are we stating that you know this is needed or this is expected prior to that's interesting because I feel like it's just for me I feel like it's the same thing mm. because like rather you're communicating online or in person and people say well online people can be whoever they want to be I'm like in life don't people do the same thing <laughs> you know yeah. and so <laughs> like we people wear masks in life too and I think we talk about it as if it's something different not to say that it's not but I think that if you're bringing your true self to the table and I guess you got to like breathe and find out what that is in each moment because sometimes it gets confusing what your true self is and it's almost like ah do I actually like this ah am I do I not know enough about this whatever like shit happens but I think that as long as you're being actively engaged in who you're engaging with it's going to be harder for you to be deceived because Mm -hmm. like you can tell when someone's making up an answer to a question because you have follow-up questions because you're interested in the conversation Mm -hmm. and so if you're interested in the conversation you can sense and feel if someone is with you or not whether it's online or in person and so again for me this is just what I do by nature. I stop like pointing my fingers at other people because it always go back to you. How are you engaging? Mm-hmm. That's real. That's, that's totally real. And I think I, I have a similar answer to you all as I am in the process of like dating and swiping and like, you know, getting to know a number of people. Um, you know, it, the, the friendship is necessary. Um, but also like the 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 challenge is necessary and not a challenge like like in a toxic way right but a challenge as far as like in conversation are you making me think right or mm, can i can yes. i make you think can are we teaching each other certain things um am i can i sit back and and allow you to lead right um, that mm. for me is necessary um, to get to that committed stage because I know who I am as a person. Because um, I know who I am as a person, I know who I am as a friend, I know who I am as a partner, and all a, a number of things need to happen in order to get that out of me and full. You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, and a lot of that has come up in quarantine. Like I'm also learning, like some people I just don't take serious. So that's why I'm not getting to the committed relationship. <laughs> Cause like, you yeah. know, it's hard to take um certain certain things um serious. And I may not even be taking the process serious for myself, you know, looking in the mirror, like what am I taking seriously? So uh, that road is, is interesting on my end. Um, and there have been changes for me that I have had to make while being, um, in quarantine. And that very much is like, you know, being on the apps at the moment. Um, and then also being mindful of my expectations, especially when it comes to communication with folks. <laughs> so, uh-oh. <laughs> so I'm interested to know what additional changes have y'all made, um, while dating, while we're being quarantined, should be. I, I just want to say that I've been so tempted, especially when, when we talk, um, I've been so, t- so tempted to, to try out one of these apps because I, I remember like I had made a Tinder account like 
I don't know, it has to have been like at least a year ago by now, like just for fun and like something almost ended up happening. But then I, I got, I got Kofi, I chickened out. I was like, mm, no, <laughs> I don't want to meet up. And so I'm so, I'm so curious. They also like, we're kind of too close to like my circle in real life. They like mentioned someone that I knew, yeah. like maybe like a few degrees of separation was there. And I was like, <laughs> for the first time in life, I'm comfortable with like a few degree of separations mm-hmm. or like no yeah. degree of separation <laughs> for the first time in life. For the first time in life, honestly, because that's that can get tricky. But you, you got to be dealing with mature people in order to be doing that, you know? Right. And I was like, I don't know you. I'm just, nope, I'm out. This this is no longer worth it to me. Um, so I've been tempted by that. But Brittany, you were saying something about expectations of communication. And that, <laughs> that's what made me like gasp, head turned to the side. Ugh. Because it's so hard when, when to me, it's like the one thing you have your phone or your computer, but like it's this through this device, whether I'm talking to you on the phone or it's a video call or a zoom call or something like that and that that is so challenging to me and it's like how you know like I'm fine with with going with the ebb and flow of things but sometimes it's hard to like manage my expectations of like how often to communicate with someone because you know I want to be respectful of, of like you know you have life going on I have life going on and so that that's something that I'm managing while also on the other hand I feel like there's <laughs> there's some people who are trying to communicate with me and I'm like I need you to pump the brakes so I'm like managing expectations on both ends and like I don't know how how it is for you all with like wanting more and wanting less communication yeah. with different people and like how to navigate mm. that. I think it has to be a part of the communication, honestly. Um, because listen, triggers are gonna come in regardless, just because two people meeting patterns change with work and things of that nature so you might want a response for someone when you're not getting the response and then Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it might come a little bit later but i also think that we just need to relax (laughs) And (laughs) and 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 i'm also talking to myself as well when i say that like because you know listen i was recently like you know like yo is this motherfucker going to respond to this question I asked? You know, but I had to like go through the process for myself because that was about me. It was all about me at the end of the day. It was like, I felt like, you know, just emotions and stuff like that and fears of rejection fell in. That's about me. And so when I processed, I was like, oh, well, I open up texts and say, I'm going to respond later and then forget to do it or forget to send it or something happens and I intend to and I don't get back to it. And so I said, instead of like sending a text making an accusatory statement or like a, hey, it would be nice for you to, you know, I really processed for a bit today that feeling because I already knew in the beginning, it was like, this is not about the person not getting back because like we don't even have a frequency like that anyway, like. We don't, uh, and I trust that whatever I send is read. I, I'm not worried about it, honestly, I feel very secure. But I realized those feelings came in and then like I reached out and the language that I used was, uh, I trust that you were well, but I would like to hear that from you, thinking of you, mm. you know? And it, and it was the situation of like writing something right after the day ago and not pressing send, you know? 
so it's interesting how it, it was a learning process for me today and I already knew it, which is why I don't react to things, which is why reacting is bad to me. Um, yeah. Not bad, but challenging. It's like takes, takes a lot of strength to actually process what you're feeling. Cause we're like, well, I feel this way, so I got to speak on it. All those feelings were my residual stuff. It had nothing to do with what time I was texted back. And so I was glad I got to that point and said, hey, I really do want to know how this person is doing. So let me just tell them that <laughs> yeah. rather than accusing them of ignoring me or being inconsiderate. How you want to, <laughs> you <Yes>. know? <laughs> All those words. <laughs> Oh, true. The ignore. Yes. Yes. Because mm-hmm. that that's also a fine line, <laughs> at least for me, because like with people being like, oh, I don't like feeling ignored. But I'm like, but I naturally will not respond to you in two days. <laughs> so <laughs> don't take it personal. It's please. a text. And if you need something, call me. Like if it's really important, call me. Please do. Yep. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying yes to everything because... <laughs> I get in trouble often, so I'm disagreeing. <laughs> what you be getting in trouble about? Well, say what you gonna say, Queen. <laughs> I I love Jamal that you said. You know, sometimes you gotta you gotta backspace. You gotta delete that message in progress and let it sit a bit to in order to respond and not react and process and put yourself in someone else's shoes. Because I've definitely been there when I'm like. Ah, oh, like why haven't why hasn't this person responded by now? And I'm like, now Mandisa, you know you be making moves and you got things to do and you put your phone down and you don't look at it for five hours. And I was like, just be considerate. A response will come. And like you said, if you really need something, go the most direct route. And nonviolent communication too, because like accusing or pointing a finger at someone, even if it is the case, does nothing but like gets in the ring for a fight you know and it's like Mm -hmm. i knew it wasn't what like i my ego wanted my feelings to be like ignited so i could react you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like that's what my ego wanted but like i knew that wasn't the case like this person has never been inconsiderate this person would never have me sitting over here worried about their well-being this person would not do all these things that are happening and so let me breathe and recognize who's before me and realized that I just built up these multiple stories mm. that ignited my fear that I could react off of, but those not the, that is not the truth, mm. you know? Mm. And so the direct route of communicating is, hey, I trust that you're well. I would love to hear that from you, thinking of you. Just let the person know I'm thinking of you, not that I need a response from you because I'm needy and I need you here right now, you know? Yeah. Um, but I also recognize that, yo, in that space of silence, especially in this world, what, uh, you know, you can worry about someone. Um, yeah, I, I I agree, and I think what I think what's important to realize when we're communicating with folks, and 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 we we have to process and work through what our reaction could be, right? Um, I think it's important to think about what do we want the outcome to be, right? Do I want to start if I if I respond to this person who hasn't hit me up in a couple hours or hit me up when I think that they should hit me up, like, um, do I want that to start a fight? Do I want them to feel some type of way, or do I genuinely want to know what this person what this person is up to? Like, do I really want to just start a conversation with them? Or do I want to make this person read it, read my text message, and be perplexed about what I said? <laughs> So I think I think that's the one thing that always helps me and not even just in this situation, but just in a, 
in many situations is like, what do I want the outcome to be? Do I want, do I want it to be positive? Do I want us to have a, a good conversation and just have positivity going forward? Or do I want to start some shit? Right. Um, that that's definitely what has helped me, uh, on number of occasions and also that helps me because I'm usually the person getting yelled at or the person is like uh he- like I get the text like hello all that stuff you're a bad communicator whatever but from on my end it's like you either you didn't have much for me to respond to you not like you said much of anything or like I really am you know in the midst of doing a number of things so yeah like you either come up with something better to say or <laughs> I'm sorry, but so we we talking about <laughs> we talking about expectations and and good communication, right? Nonviolent communication. So, what does a healthy relationship look like to y'all? Like, and do y'all see them like on a regular basis? I do. Ooh, it's beautiful, especially amongst ooh, especially amongst black millennials yeah i feel like i do see them i i was raised in a house where i feel like i was about to say something like i was raised in a house where we turned our butter (laughs) you see i was back when i was growing up (laughs) we made our own chairs um We didn't, and it's funny, my brother, when we were on a hike the other week, acknowledged this, uh, that growing up, we didn't talk about, like, relationships in our house. Like, I had to, like, force upon my parents that I had a boyfriend in high school. I was like, no, I am in a relationship. You cannot deny this. We hold hands. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I, I say that to say that, like, I don't, I don't get too much into my relationships with my friends like I don't go into the depth of them but I feel like when I see them with their partner like when they talk about their partner like I feel like I I feel the love from just them you know like talking about them and sharing um their experiences with that person or you know when you see them when you you know like look at somebody from across the room and how they're like looking at their their significant other um and so I feel like I see that but I don't I don't think I like dig too much into it I'm like that's your relationship you do you I'm gonna do me and if I share with you then I share with you (laughs) yeah I feel like I I have uh, several healthy relationships around me and I also have some unhealthy ones not around me just because I ain't that close to nobody's relationship I ain't in it but (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but the healthy ones that I have that I love uh they're close friends of mine because like I can hang out with one or the other or both at the same time you know their energy is consistent in regards of who they are as individuals and so what's healthy about is that they're not possessing each other with their love I believe Mm -hmm. that love should be freedom not constriction and not like you know bondage and I think a lot of times we see people because we've been taught to like possess love you know like we quantify love you love me when you do this. You love me when you do that. Like we quantify it. 
And the friendships that I see in millennials with beautiful marriages and partnerships are the ones who allow for authenticity, even when it challenged their individuality. And they're always working to see each other more clearly. And so the mm-hmm. ideas that are thrown up in the air are all ideas to grow from and learn from together. Um, yeah, that's a healthy relationship to me where you never assume you know everything about the person you're with. Like as soon as you assume you just know the person you're with, you've stopped being present in that relationship. Mm. I'm never, mm. I, I have no friendships in my life. None. Where I'm like, oh, I know how this person going to do. I know like my friendships and our conversations like ours, it's always profound deep and different each time Mm -hmm. like I haven't gotten used to conversing with you all and so I think (laughs) a healthy relationship is this intrigue always about the person you're with from a sense of wonder and not control and possession that's healthy to me wow Mm. that's beautiful I love that and I think that says a lot about each individual in a relationship like that right is like is is doing the work um, as an independent person um, and progressing as a person and embracing that um, and 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 because if we do that ourselves, we can value that and allow space for our partners to do that, you know, mm. um, and then we can come together and talk about it and you know and 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 that's an intimate moment or intimate moments um, you know to to really lay out the the realness and the vulnerability um mm. when you when you share that so i i everything in what you just explained jamal i yeah it's it's i totally agree um independence is huge for me as well um so basically what i just explained to you and allowing the space for that independence um and and i think that's beautiful healthy relationships i've seen have in person like with people who i have interpersonal relationships with um lacking (laughs) i'm not gonna lie at least in my in my friend groups um i love my friends i love y'all so much but a number of y'all are not in healthy relationships and i tell y'all that which is why y'all can't talk to me about your relationships (laughs) <laughs> not that they can't but which is why I have boundaries in discussing relationships because um that has has made an impression on me um but I I I have the fortune to um look at my parents relationship and my grandparents relationship mm. and see a tremendous amount of selflessness um and that to me um is 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 very healthy um, as well as just being being selfless, um, and 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 not just one person being selfless and you know doing whatever the next person wants. Like no, there's a there's a, a balance and a level of, of that from both individuals, um, and then they bring that together. You know, I think that is that's beautiful. I think that's healthy, and that would be something that I that I would strive for. You know, and when I when I know yeah, I'm not gonna absolutely. get it. You know, I just, I, I don't play. I don't play around. If I know, if I know that I'm leading, it's because I always know now, y'all, but if I know things are leading to <laughs> something that isn't healthy, something that isn't going to grow, um, and, 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 and if I know I'm, I'm, I'm in a pattern with someone that is, um, just, just not compatible, um, I myself, I don't have a problem with, with leaving. 
new shoes. But because it would be preposterous to stay. <laughs> ding 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 yes. ding. I like how you said it too. Um, but what? So <laughs> okay. So let's talk about definitions of things too, because everyone's throwing out dating and talking. I use the word entertaining. All these in betweens mm. before you actually say relationship, right? Um, I've been in some pretty interesting debates about it. Um, but all the things, <laughs> just all these these terms before we talk about an actual commitment, okay? So, what would y'all classify dating and talking? Is that one of the same? same Is thing, it different? Ain't it? One of the same to me. Like, I, listen, I, <laughs> I thought they were used interchangeably. They. They feel the same. Talking has less weight to it too. Talking feels like a throwaway. Like, mm. oh, we're just talking. Like, oh, we we just we have each other's numbers. That's like, oh, we text occasionally. We don't video chat, but we. Oh really? Yeah. That's talking to you? Oh wow. I, yeah, that that's feels, I think that talking feels about is. right to me too. D. That feels yeah. The wow. word throwaway is the good one. That's good. Yeah, because when you do, like talking, that's a conversation, yeah, yeah. right? A conversation can end <laughs> real <Yeah>. fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we talking, period. Yeah, where I'm from, <laughs> we use that interchangeably because the person you're talking to is the person you might go get something to eat with and then go back to the crib and like chill with Netflix and chill and then like bang with and then like <laughs> you're just talking though, like you haven't like officially decided to date yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yet you're like talking and dating. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like these terms be funny. I'm like, wait, y'all talking? <laughs> But then y'all just go on a hike. But were y'all with each other the other day? Y'all just talking? That's, yeah. Oh, okay. Like it, it just seems like yeah. it seems like a term that people use for safety, but they know they be dating. Mm-hmm. That part. <laughs> because you, because yeah, with both of them, you're kind of getting, to, well, I think dating, you're really tr- trying to get to know this person. Like this person has potential. Mm-hmm. With talking, you still have them at like, a certain distance. What are y'all talking about? You just texting like, hey, how's your day going? What's going on? What you doing? Why? I don't do that. W-Y-D. Like there might not be an investment. Right, there's no investment. So, you know, <laughs> which I also call... HBU. Which I also call entertaining. Like, you know, because... <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, it's, it's just easy to walk away. You just, you just getting your little entertainment for the night, for the day, whatever making sure that person is st- still an option. Yeah. They know that you're still an option. And <laughs> they yeah. see it as warm. <laughs> you know, ah. look at you. Yeah, I wish the audience yeah, could see Jamal's face right now. No, I think that, I think that, I think that's dope. Listen, I, I don't got no time for entertaining <laughs> And that's not to say that, that's not to say that I don't be out here. Like, you know what I mean? Like I meet people and I hang out all the time. I think I'm just so clear from the get go that everybody knows what it is. So there ain't no entertaining or talking or anything. Like I hit you up when I hit you up, you hit me up when you hit me up, we let you know what it is. Like, it's really what it is with me. Like in all, like in all like circumstances, it is what it is with me. I don't run into confusion almost. Well, I could say I don't run into confusion ever. Yeah. I honestly don't. I would like to think I don't run into confusion. I would like to think that I I am a direct person. But you know you do. <laughs> but I know that I do because but I know I do. However, because I would like to I would like to think that I'm not, but, <laughs> but like, what, what, what does that statement even mean? <laughs> I would, like that's my that's my intention. However, like 
like I said earlier, when you don't speak on things that allows room for people to perceive however they want to, which is what we talked about in last uh. season, which leads us to, <laughs> which when we talked about situationships, right? And that, you know, some, some things, sometimes when you do things, but you don't actually, you leave things unsaid, that allows us mm. to interpret things very differently. So I could think I'm being direct. Like I could think I'm putting you on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule and you understand that. I'm going to hit you up on Monday and we ain't going to talk about it on Tuesday and I'm going to hit you up again on Wednesday. I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally See, kidding. That's entertaining. I get that, the entertaining. I know what entertaining is with Brittany. I know what entertaining is. Enter- honestly, entertaining for me, I'll be, I'll be totally honest. Entertaining for me is yeah we could text or whatever um i'll respond when i respond um if if you don't ask to hang out i probably won't ask to hang out when you finally ask to hang out i if i'm up to it i'll say yeah but 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 i'll probably (laughs) but i'll probably send you off like that's what that's where i'm at right now i'm not gonna lie that's where i'm at but you we still texting entertaining and there's still an option there. And then if it falls off, it falls off and it's, it's okay. Cause, cause like, yeah, listen, I love it. I think, it, I think it's really, really cool, but I'm like, I'm like, I like to have fun and not waste any moments. And like someone misunderstanding is like messing up my vibe. Uh-huh. And even like, a, I don't care. Even when you say, I don't care about you messing up my vibe, like that, I don't care is like, yes, you do <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Like, the whole, like it's a reaction, like, eh. like, you know, it's like, no, the whole reaction says that it bothered you. Mm-hmm. And so what I try to do, like if, like if I'm hanging out with somebody or if I'm going out with someone and like we make it back to the crib and we're about to like, whatever, even if they're like, ah, oh, this was fun. I'd like to see you again. I'll say maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then people, and then sometimes people will say like, what you mean? Maybe I'm like, maybe we had a good time tonight and like, let's see. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah. like being realistic with it with so mm-hmm. much love. I was like, yeah, I just don't like saying, and then I'll say too, I say, yeah, I'm just, I don't like saying things that aren't true because I'm disrespectful to you. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, maybe we'll see each other again. We'll see. Yeah. Might be dope. And, and like people feel so respected and seen when you actually tell them the truth with a smile rather than like play the game of like, well, you know what I mean? Like you can be direct mm-hmm. and sexy and it makes it more mysterious for the person to come back and they may not hit you up. But when you hit them up in a few days, it's going to be like, oh, so they're interested in hanging out again? <laughs> and it's like, yeah. So whichever, <laughs> or the person or the, what happens for me more times than not, because I usually don't initiate um you'll get a text back a few days like just checking in to see how you're doing yeah. because like you know even if we're just hanging for the night i'm still me and so like i'm not even if i don't have to reserve anything about myself yeah. to just have a great night with somebody yeah and so like mm-hmm. i'm still as authentic and as open as i am and so the person i'm with opens up and it's like why waste mm-hmm. why waste sex why waste the moment let's mm-hmm. have like a I just want people to have fun when they're with me and for me to have fun with them and for us to feel safe with each other so we can realize we can date, have sex, and fall in love, and it can all be free. Mm, that's the word. Free as in don't get attached? Um, free as in, like, it can be a dope experience. It doesn't have to end in drama or mm-hmm. feeling devalued. Like, people feel devalued when, like, mm. they feel like they're being played with. And, like, the game is fun, but make sure we're both playing. <laughs> and some people be playing the game. Make sure we're both playing. And sometimes we be playing the game without even considering the other person's feelings. Like, listen, dating is hard enough, you know? Mm. Like, even if someone is looking for their forever, you can be like, baby, I ain't your forever, but we can hang out tonight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Back. And, like, and, they, and, they, and then they know what it is, and they can be like, okay, cool. <laughs> 
but I, <laughs> I feel like in my experience, I'll be saying it and I, I'll try different tactics where it's like, not nah, like where it's like direct and like, nah, this is, th- this ain't it. Or, you know, I, I feel like, you know, I'll come on with the charm and the sexiness and be like, hee hee, but no really. <laughs> and I'd be like, but why are you still trying me mm. though? I'd be like, oh, you, you, no, no. That's, yeah. that's, that's real too. Damn. Every, a lot of that's what y'all saying yes. is real. And Jamal, I feel like you have, so I don't have a lot of experience in going out on dates. I feel like you may have more experience with than me in that. So like if ever I start to like communicate with someone or and start the entertaining process, it's either that they have gotten my number and like ask like okay can we like meet up later or whatever or, or maybe not even ask right and then now we just stuck texting and I'm not gonna initiate it or um or <laughs> like with now being on the apps and thing and and um yeah now being on the dating apps it's like we're almost confined to that um until the person asks like hey do you want to or unless you know you, we're vibing enough via text and I'll, I'll ask but it's not often so I feel like you may have more experience in actually dating and physically being with the person to really hone in on that vibe um and have those you know have have those yeah and i also think too just for safety because again this is something that we all do including ourselves like we end up playing the role within the relationship the way we want it to go Mm. you know and like we have to be aware of the role we're playing within the the unspoken agreement Mm -hmm. you know um Mm. and so uh, that's just me like i get people going to do what they're going to do in all situations but like if you have power over yourself and you always walk in your truth rather it's the game the play whatever the the thing is Mm -hmm. as long as it's authentic to you i think that like you get more safety and control people know what your word really means because like listen i've had people hit me up and like been a little bit pushy and i would text them back with like with love i'm not saying hey with love this i'm like saying (laughs) hey i actually don't have time this week and so that's not happening at all i would like for us to stop talking about it Mm. have a great day though like i'm very direct Mm. and so like after after you know i I don't let it go on like i don't i don't like throw the phone and be like i'm not gonna address it like i really train people really early on what my no looks like with love because we're just getting to know each other so Mm. you might think we're still in the game when i'm actually done so i have to explain that to you because Mm. i did play the game before Mm. and i i I wish we lived in a world where people can pick up nuances of people unfortunately we don't because we've all been trained to exist we've all been trained to exist in this in this this cycle of dating that we have for so long and Mm. so i just want us to like own ourselves and our bodies and not let the dating own us because so yeah. many people got here getting yes, their indeed. hearts broken by the week. And I'm like, damn, baby, <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be <laughs> a heartbreak after heartbreak. No. Like, stop, like, giving other people the power over your heart. Like, you own you. Walk in as you already, not for validation from that love to be you. Like, just be you. Yeah. And you're going to find the person who loves you at your base. And that's the person you want to grow with. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out with someone that you're entertaining, dating, talking to, whatever you want to call it, if it don't work out, then it just don't work work out you don't have to shout to the rooftop this is the worst person in the world and yes. then you have a whole list of people that you think are just shit and rotten like no mm-hmm. you can really walk away from something and it just be 
whatever it is, you know, like it, it, yeah, it could just, yeah. I've, I hear a lot of folks out here who are still upset and hurt over someone they went on one date on with. <laughs> and it, it don't even, and honestly, for me, it don't even have to be an L. It doesn't even have to be a, I mean, it's an L for them because you know what I'm saying I'm always a pride. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's what I'm but cheating. I just think that, especially being a person, y'all know I say this all the time, but like I'm a person to make a lot of connections. So platonic, romantic relationships happen naturally for me, they happen frequently. So, um, and if, so when they fall, I've come to realize that that just, that's a human experience. It is what it is. It comes with the territory. So I cannot, and I I refuse to walk around, you know, bashing the folks who I no longer have a connection with. I value the connection that we did have, um, unless they're Scorpios. Right. (laughs) Came for him right quick out of left field. (laughs) Damn. Scorpio, I, I'm okay with y'all. I'm cool with y'all. They know where I stand. <laughs> I just needed to get that out. Um, so I just, sorry. I just needed to get that out. All right. So um, going back to friends, um, are y'all comfortable? What about friends? friends? Are y'all comfortable? How many of us? <laughs> oh, we had two different friend songs in our head. We did. We did. <laughs> But they both were they like were. friends. Song association next episode. So, <laughs> um, are y'all comfortable and confident in giving dating advice to y'all's friends, family members? Hell no! <laughs> Don't take it from me. I ain't in no position. Yeah, I speak. To help nobody. Mm, I speak generally. I know it be sounding like I'm dropping bonds. I probably am, but at the same time, I do you not want to be in the midst of other people. Like, listen. Like, if we're gonna talk about it, if we're gonna talk about it, I'm gonna talk about your role. Yes. Mm. Like you know, like I'm not going to like. If the person is like toxic and bad and like abusive, that's a different conversation. Absolutely. But if it's just a relationship that's unhealthy, I'm going to talk about you and your role within the relationship because that's where your power is going to come from to address it. That's where your power is going to come from to leave it if you need to. You know what I mean? That's where your mm. power is going to come from, not playing the blame game. Like I even, you know, people say, who do you go to for advice? I say, I go to my friends who are going to hold me accountable, not the friends that are going to feed my ego. If I want my ego fed, I call my mom because my mom's on my side no matter what, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. But like, if I really, if I really want to grow my relationships of what I'm going to advice for. I'm going to go to my friends who are going to hold me accountable by by helping me realize my power within the relationship mm. and my choice within the relationship. Yeah. And so I feel confident having that conversation, but like every relationship is so different. So sometimes I'm like, yo, my advice isn't even for your relationship. <laughs> so like I'll listen, yeah. but uh, yeah. I also like I don't want to give nobody advice one I'm in no position to do so I'm no expert on it and like you said everybody's situation is different and also I don't want to give you advice you know you take it (laughs) and you know that ends up not working out positively for you and uh you know whoever you're in the relationship I'm like no I don't I don't want to I don't want a part of it I will listen to you know whatever you want to tell me but I Mm -hmm. I don't I'll nod and I'll mm-hmm. take notes, <laughs> but I don't, I don't want to, uh-uh. mm. nope, I'm not in I'm it. I'm interested in the fact that you said, if you take it, 
or and you take it right because I know my friends ain't gonna listen to a damn thing I said no matter how strong <laughs> powerful I make them feel them they still gonna <laughs> hop their ass in that car and go to their dick appointment or go and go you know what I'm saying and do whatever with whoever they doing whatever with so um yeah. which which I'm not gonna lie I do typically feel confident in talking about it but it's very similar to Jamal my friends know to be ready to tell me what they said what they did how did you react to that mm. right what did you grow mm. <laughs> <laughs> what did you what was you doing? what door did you slam you know um and I've had to learn to do that because I was definitely the friend I was like well, leave him, fuck him, come stay with me, whatever, da, da, da. walk out on his ass. Like, I was definitely the friend that was doing that um, because I wanted my friends to feel good and feel safe and, you know, feel empowered. However, no accountability was there, right? So mm. when I start asking the questions about them, then, yeah, the, yeah, it started to get a little quiet. The tone started to change on the other side of the, of the phone. Chirp. Um, yeah the temperature of the conversation shifts then when you start asking them questions about yeah, them yeah <laughs> it definitely shifts so and they know to expect that from me so now a lot of my friends not a lot of them but the friends who I do have these conversations with um you know they're come they're coming with the whole story <laughs> um but then they also tell me like what they need from me in this discussion like am I just a listening ear or are they really asking me to do whatever and I and I don't give advice like that anymore what I my next my last question would be did you talk to them about this right have you spoken to them are you saying what you're saying to me to the person that you're talking about because that to me is most necessary because if you're saying stuff to me that you that they haven't heard before then that conversation could look different their response could look very different so like I can hype you up all I want to however like go over there and then also like I said before a number of my friends have not been in healthy relationships um and it has put a um a damp on my my own um dating experience I've internalized a lot of things so there's some mm. things that I see that I know I don't like and I'm out and I just I just dip because I don't want it to reach I don't want to be I don't want to feel stuck I don't want to be in the moment of convenience and then cruise on that convenience mm. you know um so that has minimized as well as far as like how often we talk about the same fucking person and the same conversation. <laughs> That's real because once you're giving advice on the similar thing over and over again, it's like, hey, we've been here before. And I've told a friend that before in the car. And, you know, I was like, hey, I have to tell you that we've talked about this same pattern over and over again. And we talked mm. about what happens over and over again. And I said, honestly, it's at a point where you have to make a choice and there's nothing else that I have to say about this issue. I love you, but I literally have nothing because you've said the same thing for months now. Yeah. And it puts mm. a, it could put a damp on your friendship, right? If, especially if- I mean, it could, depending on, your, depending on who your friends are. I don't have friends where that will put a damper on my friendship, but depending on who your friends are. So it could put a damp on your, on your friendships because if every conversation or most conversations has to do with the relationship or something that is negative, like, especially from my experience, like I'm no, I'm no longer having fun 
<laughs> so and and I don't, and this mm-hmm. could be something that the audience can relate to but like yeah imagine just kick calling your friend about something that you want to talk about and it leads to a lengthy conversation about you know it's just something negative and then the next negative story and then the next negative story and, and then now you have to have a conversation with yourself how many times you gonna hear these negative ass stories <laughs> you know it's also mm-hmm. a representation of how lost you are in your relationship because like if you were with your friend that you enjoy that you care about that you love to do things with why is someone else the main character in all your conversations and time with that person you're no longer present with your friend mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah time to reassess that relationship Back. listen i'm like halfway speaking for myself <laughs> listen, some, one per, somebody asked me to help them out with something and they said and i said yeah i can come they said oh well i wanted to ask because you know i know you booed up and everything i said i am not that guy if you ever catch me <laughs> not showing up for my friends because i'm chilling with somebody or like talking to somebody i am no longer by my myself anymore <laughs> and you should check me but that's not me bring me back on in I can't come help you because I'm Buddha. Is my boo leaving the country for the next right. nine months? Like, <laughs> right. Like, nah, you I could come to you. You show up for your friends too. And like, also it's like kind of dope too. Cause like I'm a giver. And so like to end up with someone who doesn't like get offended by my giving to others or showing up for people, someone to say, Hey, your friend's battery is low. Yo, I'll hop in the car with you. Let's go get them. You know, mm-hmm. that's the type of person that I want to end up with. Someone that loves to give as much as me. And so we can always be given freely together, you know? Yeah. Last thing I will say about this, we're talking about relationships and friendships as well and, and talking about relationships in your friendships. Your friends are not your therapists, unless you really do have a therapist that are friends and you paying them. <laughs> that even part. then though that, yeah Ooh. even then you might want to find i'm like uh <laughs> how are we gonna go get coffee and stuff afterwards after i just spilled all my childhood traumas and all my deep secrets hey, with you that like, coffee might taste a little bit better i'm just kidding <laughs> uh, um <laughs> but your friends are not your friends are not your therapist that is so good yeah that's real they yes, need their own lives. yes 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 so so enjoy the time that you have with them and just and and you don't always have to bring whatever drama you may have um, to the table or you don't always have to talk about your relationships, but I'm mostly talking about me and my friendships. Y'all, everybody will talk about whatever they want to talk about in their friendships because my friendship's good over here. <laughs> um, including, you know, my friendships with my team, y'all. So we had a great discussion. We talked about relationships. We talked about dating, the difference between texting, dating, talking, entertaining, all the stuff, all the things. Um, and healthy relationships what I think is, is, mm. is necessary to have a focus on and necessary to have a goal. Is whatever that looks like for yourself um, to have a healthy relationship. So the question of the week to our audience is, what does a healthy relationship look like to you? You can you can send us your relationship goals in the DMs, or you can just tell us straight through in the comments. Um, what does a healthy relationship look like to you? We most appreciate y'all tuning in. You know what to do. Find us at Living Millennial PC on IG, Facebook, Living Millennial Podcast. Be on the lookout for some amazing announcements we have coming up, some good collaborations we've already done and we will continue to do. You know what I'm saying? The line is hot. The line is hot. (laughs) (laughs) Totally kidding. But also manifesting. Um, (laughs) But much gratitude again to my team, Jamal, Mandisa. I love y'all. 
Love you back. Yo, yes, love another y'all. beautiful episode, <laughs> another beautiful uh, topic, and another dope ass vibe. Y'all know what it is. Living millennial. We are living millennial. Oh, ba, 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 ba. All right, friends, that's our show. Tune in next time. Hey, more to come. More, more, more to come. Be sure to subscribe to our show. Follow us on IG and tell us what you think.